0: Hi, welcome to Nerds Landing, a weekly podcast dedicated to all things nerd. TV shows, movies, comic books, all sorts of things that cross our desk. My name is Jason Chin, and my guest and I will be talking about all those things. If you have an idea, send it in. i would like to hear it. Uh, Our first guest, he and I talk about comic books, mostly, but we also take some weird movie tangents, and we talk a lot about old comic books, new comic books, and the first appearance of Lois Lane. Hope you like it. Thanks very much. Hi, welcome to Nerds Landing. Uh, I'm Jason Chin, your host, and with me today is Eric Thornton, who is the Grand Overlord of Chicago Comics, our fine, fine sponsor. Hello, Eric. Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me. It's a nice snowy day, eh? Oh, it is. Beautiful. Sleety. We are talking today on uh, Thursday, November 10th, and so let's talk about the first thing in uh, comics news that would be 52.
1: The 52 so, relaunch, yes.
0: Still uh, still making waves. It's still doing great sales, apparently.
1: Starting to balance out now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: People are beginning to realize, hey, these are still comic books.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's, uh, we, we assumed by issue two or three it would start to normalize. Mm-hmm. The first month was relatively
0: insane. Yeah. What would you add out of the first month? Did you read all of them? Yes. And what was your favorite one?
1: Pretty much the usual suspect. Um, there wasn't really any big surprises on my end the Mm -hmm. ones that i thought were going to be good were actually good um i'm a big jeff lemire fan so i had high hopes for animal man and swamp thing they knocked it out of the park um it got me into the scott snyder run on batman though i hadn't read any of the detective scott snyder's Mm -hmm. previously super violent
0: even for batman he's a guy who punches dudes with his fist for a living I
1: really enjoyed, uh, and I don't know if it's, it's the mix with him and Capullo, mm-hmm. but loved it. Love the Batman
0: stuff. It seems, it seems to me like a new Batman, or maybe a new character. It feels to, to me, a especially the
1: Batman is the best Bruce Wayne I've read in a while. Yeah. Which, that to me has always been my That's favorite fun. part yeah. about Batman is Bruce Wayne. Mm. Um, when you have a crazy Bruce Wayne that doesn't really work then yeah. <laughs> the whole character kind of goes yeah.
0: away. Now Bruce Wayne's one page, yeah, and the rest exactly. is Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I usually, with a Batman title, I like a good third of it to be Bruce. Yeah. And Alfred.
0: I, you know what? Uh, before I, I started buying Batman as a regular buy uh, as an adult, I read Iron Man in the uh, mid to late sure, 80s, sure. which it was almost all Tony Stark. Yes. Which yeah. was great, yeah. and that's exactly how Bruce Wayne, in a way, should be written. Maybe I, not agree. As, I agree. Not as much fun-loving.
1: It's P- Peter Parker. Yeah. You take Absolutely. out Peter Parker out of Spider-Man, you don't really have much of a book. Yeah. You've got a guy just jumping around.
0: And in, in a way, that's what the movies lack, too. They forget Agreed. that someone's wearing the costume. I think 2 nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man
1: 2 really brought in a good amount of Peter Parker. Yeah, um, But I think it was lacking in the other ones, for sure. Oh, yeah. So, And I think uh, same for Iron Man. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So yeah, I'm... the alter ego's got to be just as important as the... If nothing else, it's
0: good story writing, and it's better for your actors. They're happier. Yeah. They won't bitch about your movie afterwards.
1: I think that's part of the problem, especially nowadays with Superman, is the identity of Clark Kent
0: just hasn't transferred Mm -hmm.
1: since the 40s.
0: Yeah, no one seems to have a grasp on it. Well, except now. Let's talk about 52 again. We'll go over to action. Yeah. Um, Grant Morrison is doing... I, I, that's my favorite fifty-two book. It's right good, now. very good. It's, it's my favorite good. one. Uh, in that, I think he's got a good grasp, a new, interesting grasp on Clark Kent. with really not changing him, just putting him in born in the nineties. Maybe
1: I'm wondering at what point. I'm getting the feeling that there's not nearly as much Smallville influence for this Clark Kent. He seems awfully was. young to have moved to Metropolis. And I think the parents are already dead. Yes,
0: even though they haven't um, mentioned it either way, really. they haven't
1: really mentioned it. But at what age did the parents die? Yeah, I mean, that I'm, changes a great deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking they could have been gone by like the age of 10 or something like that.
0: Wow. Uh, one of my favorite things, I mean, the original, original, original story has Pa Kent, Ma dies, Pa Kent says on his deathbed, you're meant for great things, move to Metropolis, become a, defend, it gives him his mission statement. Sure, 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 And he goes, you're right, Pa. That's it. And he and goes, we was become it. Superman. Yeah. That was it. And I, but then when John Byrne changed it in Crisis, I thought, I, I, I didn't like it at first, but then I really liked it. What didn't you like about it? I was like, ah, oh, why you gotta bring them back? We've been oh, I have, we're yeah, fine with that for 50 Mom years. Paul Kent. I, love I like them
1: more oh. than Clark Kent. Oh, they did a such a great job.
0: Anyway. Uh, the animated series did, uh, did them very, very well. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And then I got mad when they, during Death of Superman, when they tried to kill Paw Kent as well.
1: Oh, when he had the heart attack.
0: And the ghost pull, tries to pull yeah, his son yeah, from yeah, the light with yeah, yeah. that stupid Kismet character. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those are not good <laughs> Kismet. Days. That's the worst character not ever. Good days. Uh, but is okay then. Uh, in fifty two, are you have you noticed the mysterious cosmic lady in the background? The
1: mysterious copy and paste lady <laughs> that you can tell a different artist <laughs> did that they thought about it afterwards. Well, she's an entity.
0: It's how yeah, you perceive her. Uh, that is so forced.
1: It's I really feel like I'm looking at a new version of like Tachyon or something like oh.
0: that. <laughs> it really, it really made me think. Oh no, are they forcing Kismet on us? This it's, is the worst character. It
1: is you, you can just tell it was an afterthought. Like, oh, we need something to link this. Let's oh, just why? let's just Photoshop this chick in. In any like, oh, there's an empty space <laughs> there. Photoshop her in.
0: And that thought makes me laugh too, because a lot of the books are brand new books. Batman, Green Lantern, business as usual.
1: Which, to be fair, Crisis did the same thing. Did Crisis they? did. Teen Titans was selling great. That's true. When Crisis happened, they didn't change a thing
0: with Teen Titans. Nope. They, did they did color the skies redo... red for a couple of issues. Yeah, they colored
1: the skies <laughs> red. They killed off, what was her name? Cole. Oh, coal,
0: yeah. Coal, coal. died they pretty bad.
1: Killed off coal, Dove and died. that was it. And I think yeah. coal was created to die in the first place.
0: Pretty powerful, though. Yeah. No, it Transforms was... organic matter to crystal. Was yeah, that
1: it? Yeah, but I mean, how was she around for a year yeah. before Crisis? True. Yeah, I, I think she was fully created to die. <laughs> Poor coal. But, um, yeah, and I mean, they really didn't even change Batman that much post-crisis. No, not they at all. They didn't touch the good-selling books, which I understand if it's not broke, don't fix yeah. it. Yeah. Superman cannot, I mean, Superman was not selling at all. Wonder yeah. Woman was just slowly sinking down and down and down and down. And
0: I have to give DC credit. They tried almost everything with Wonder Woman. They really did. Hey, let's get a New York Times bestseller to write it. Nothing.
1: Yeah, that, was, that was a good launch that, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but it, there was, four, five-month gaps between issues. Yeah. Just one of the worst relaunches
0: yeah. ever. And Gail Simone, who I adore, not a very good one to win No, Woman. no. Gail that is, surprised me.
1: Gail is so... I mean, there's certain things that's like Secret Six, I think, is an amazing, book. One of my favorite comics.
0: Amazing book.
1: But the Fury of the Firestorm thing oh. has not been grabbing me oh. whatsoever. That
0: first one was real...
1: How uh, to I get
0: through? I love going into dime boxes or quarter boxes and pulling out really weird 60s, 70s stuff, and that's exactly what it felt like.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just an odd book. Gail is one of those, like, if she gets a title that she loves, she mm-hmm. can run with that like nothing. Man, sometimes it's clunky.
0: She's one of my heroes, though, because she wrote a comedy uh, column for Newsarama or a CDR, oh, one right, of those, right, called right, um, yeah, yeah. The All Pay or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she was just so funny that they said, you want to try writing a book instead of just making fun of our books? Right, right. And right. that's how she got her start. Yeah. Her and Twitter
1: account's one of the best.
0: Twitter yeah, it's fun. I mean, Except it's... when she gets on her little joke sprees. Like, I enjoy that. Like, hashtag Solomon Grundy recipes, and then then it's just 10 in a row. Of, yeah,
1: I've got no problem. Like no, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the hashtag, hashtag
0: humor. <laughs> um, maybe, like... Maybe like sixty years ago it was take my mother in law please and now it's hashtag jerks. Yeah, yeah. We've evolved to hashtag jerks. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay with that. Uh, so for this week, November ninth, being a Wednesday, uh, yesterday. What's your best what's your favorite book?
1: My favorite book is from this week has been my favorite book for the last year, which <laughs> is Uncanny X Force. I
0: absolutely really? adore that. Book. Who's writing that nowadays?
1: Rick Remainder. Uh The Art in It Looks The worst
0: name for a writer. Really Remainder. Is, yeah. Uh. Poor guy.
1: Um, it's it's an amazing, amazing. Have you read it? No, it's fabulous. Okay, it is. And the weird thing about it is, I hate all the characters in it. I really. <laughs> who do. Are, who
0: are some of the characters in it?
1: Uh, it's uh, Wolverine, uh-huh. his team leader, Psylocke, Archangel, the worst
0: person Deadpool, for a leader, those uh, Death are Deathlock. That is a weird combination.
1: And um, uh, Phantomx. <laughs> just just Phantom in, X. In, in. I like Phantom X, you know, but the rest of them, I'm so. Absolutely tired of, but yet the book every issue is just out of the park. Every wow. issue is okay. just an incredibly fun read. I so for a year, recommend it for a year. Huh. Right. Every time I read an issue of it, I'm just like, my god, this is good comic. I'll
0: take a look. Bye, Eric. Eric Kersmer, owner of Chicago Comics, is leaving the building. I'm leaving too. <laughs> the uh, uh, I just read the X Men, Uncanny X Men, the X Men Genesis, fun, which I really Did really liked. Did
1: you read liked. the Wolverine and the X Men? No, better. Really, ten times better. The title I put me off. It is that's a, one of the weird things that's going on right now. Because it, as as somebody who's been reading for as long as we have, we're both so used, like so used to hating Wolverine, mm-hmm. and yet I'm finding that there's something about Wolverine now, just because he's a character that is still relatively new, there's a growth to his character that. I I feel like a lot of characters have kind of done and been through everything that we could possibly see them yeah. go through, and the Wolverine and the X Men is brilliant just because it's the old sitcom standby premise of you take a character and put them into a strange situation, mm-hmm. and that's in its Wolverine basically having to be Professor X, yeah, which is very odd for the character he has to be a teacher now he has to run a school now hmm. so it's total fish out of water scenario um and it it, it, it was it was it, a it took 20 minutes to read which when was the what? last time you had a comic that takes <laughs> 20 minutes to read when i was 10 and it it was just fabulous it was from start to finish an amazing book. An wow. Amazing okay. book. Cannot recommend it highly. The
0: title, wasn't that the title of the cartoon?
1: I think so. That's what yeah. put me off, I yeah. think. No, it's... it's I thought it's it was going to be like a cartoon. Leaps and bounds.
0: Okay. Leaps and bounds. Okay, good. Sounds good. Uh, who's in that? Uh, That is... Well, okay. him and Kitty are running Kitty. the school. And, That's adorable.
1: Yeah, and I love me some Kitty. Uh, Hank is Wait, the how'd one... she come
0: back to Earth? This is a spoiler. God, if you do don't you know... do you read comics anymore? I don't read X-Men.
1: Oh, okay. Um, she came back to... Have... I think Magneto brought her back. He, uh, she was, went, last I read, no, she was trapped in a giant space bullet. She was, was trapped in the bullet, and then Magneto went out into the desert <laughs> and basically had his, like, went out there for like a week trying to find her.
0: Wow, why, why is he all of a sudden in a kid? He
1: wanted her. to prove himself to, this is when Magneto first joined the X-Men on, uh, what's the island called? Um, I don't know, Mutant Island, whatever.
0: Mutopia. What do you say, Harrison? Utopia, Utopia. Right, right, right. They renamed it. Was that they, it? Was yeah. Genesha? Genosha? No, no, no. Genosha's blown up. This well, is still there. Though, Utopia
1: isn't it? is the old asteroid M, too. Am oh, that's correct on de- that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, it's the old asteroid M that Namor brought up from the sea. Um, as a gift. Yes. Yeah. As, yeah, as baby, Marvel's, like, first, Marvel's, Marvel's first, Marvel's first mutant. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Love it. And um, so basically, Magneto just went out into the desert and was just like, you know what, guys, I'm going to prove myself to you. I'm going to find that. Then they
0: switched back yeah, to that nice Jewish girl to that big purple, right? Purple yeah, yeah, cloak yeah, yeah. with uh-huh. the big M, white mm-hmm. M on him yeah, from straight the up 90s. like,
1: like uh, X Men Two Hundred.
0: One of my favorite Magneto stories ever. It, it was dumb to do, but I love that they had the balls to do it. Uh, they put him on trial in the Hague for crimes against. Hated hey that issue. I Hated hey that issue. I like the, the idea. Twins. The, 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 dumb characters. Yeah, awful yeah, characters. Yeah. But the idea no, of taking 200. someone That's and the putting them on about. trial is great.
1: Yeah, it was it was no trial of Reed Richards. That's true. Oh. That was great. That was great. Fantastic that Four is still one of my favorite yeah. comic books yeah. since I was a kid. What issue was that? That was issue two sixty.
0: The Trial of Reed Richards. Uh, he's brought to trial by the galaxy, all the right, civilizations. he saved Galactus. He saved Galactus, yeah. Crimes Against Galactic yeah. Kind. Yeah. And it was during Assistant Editor's Month. So yeah. John Byrne was a character in it. Yeah. He wrote, I didn't mm. give him credit, wrote, drew it, drew it and started it yeah. as well. It very fun. They brought him as a witness. Yeah. I love it. John yeah. But I have all of the John Byrne visionaries, which if bought when they bought came the out, It's a lot of money. The Omnibus. Beautiful. The Does omnibus that have annotations? Came out
1: this week. Um, no. No. I'm okay. Really annotations. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. That's but beautiful. It's, it's just jam packed. Wow. And it ends on my first issue of Fantastic Four, which, which is I- 260.
0: 260?
1: That was the one with uh it was the cover with Sue pulling out Doom's smoking mask yes. and like John. They fought ben. in a
0: s- uh supermarket supermarket yeah.
1: and that's when Doom went into uh the old person he, pro- no, he projected his guy, soul into a, a yeah, suburban yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah just yeah. And for
0: some reason and this is I blame John Byrne for this, Aunt May is there. Aunt May is at the shopping center. Yeah, zone. she lives yeah. in Forest Hills. That's Why is she shopping out in the island?
1: That's part about, like, Marvel in the 80s. Was, they, they would just be like, oh, luckily Doctor Strange happened to be driving by.
0: <laughs> I did like that.
1: Yeah, so it was, I thought it was fabulous. And that fight between, like, Silver Surfer and Tarek. Great was fight. Just, just an
0: epic fight. Amazing so art. And that, that, to me, was the near the beginning of the end of John Byrne's Fantastic Four stuff.
1: That was... It, it, I agree. It was... When, what, the end of it, I would say, to me, was, artistically speaking, when he brought in Joe Sennett to start, who I
0: hate. That was such a shock to me, because I, yeah. I was barely aware of comics credits at the time. Right. And I just, whoa, what is going yeah. on here? This is not the same artist. I would say probably when She-Hulk joined.
1: Would be a good marker yeah. on, sure. like, okay, this is starting to feel a little... And there were some good She-Hulk, and I liked Greatest... She-Hulk as part of the team. Mm-hmm. But like, he was
0: dividing himself. He was writing, and yeah. really, if you go back and look at those the issues of the thing that he wrote and didn't draw, yeah. he wrote a lot. Yeah, it was a real wordy yeah, comic. for
1: Wilson a, doing, yeah, a comic called The
0: Thing. Yeah, it was very wordy. Uh,
1: I love that Secret Wars Planet. Love it, love it. The
0: Thing fighting Frankenstein's monster for five issues—that's a little tough.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was fine with it. I, was fine <laughs> with it. I think we uh, we you ne- should rename this uh, podcast "Old Man's Edition." <laughs>
0: <laughs> what age is that? Because uh, that's... Like, platinum age? They call it the platinum age? The oh. 80s, 90s?
1: I mean, back then we were still calling it the modern age. Yeah. I don't know if it's been That's renamed, the dumb...
0: Why do you call it the modern yeah, age? I it doesn't know, make it any sense. It just goes on forever. It's I name this time now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> back then it was modern... I mean, I guess it's still modern age.
0: That's so dumb.
1: Whether or not they... Because I think the modern age pretty much officially started with Dark Knight 1 or Watchmen 1. Really? Yeah. yeah. Bronze Age that. ended, I think Bronze Age now is the, ends officially at, at that point. Uh-huh. So I don't think those were, I,
0: those weren't Bronze Age No, books. that seems weird to call it Bronze. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. But, that's, huh. but still, it's, it's like 30 years old now, so how long can you be? My, my first,
0: I, I, I had many, many comic books, but I remember the first comic I ever traded someone for. And I thought he was a fool, because I traded him two, maybe three comic books for Fantastic Four 200 which melted my brain. It's the Fantastic Four. Um, r- the thing, Human Torch, Invisible Woman, go to the UN because f- Dr. Doom has gifted, the UN is going to vote on expelling Latveria. And Dr. Doom, as a gift, has given them a statue of Dr. Doom. Oh, that's nice. And, and oh, the, the statue's are a trick. It's gonna, of course. It hypnotizes of course. all the delegates so they attack so the Fantastic Four. Who was the Four. team on that? Do you remember? Was that like Roy Thomas? I think it was Roy Thomas no. and uh, George Perez.
1: Oh right, right. The love right. of my life, George Perez. Boy, it's the Perez Fantastic Four. Yeah, really bad. What? Oh, I did not enjoy those. The writing or the art? The art, the writing. Oh, you're crazy. Yeah, no, I now, love it. And I mean, I, I have all the I'm visionaries. A huge Perez fan, but I don't think Perez started hitting it until like about two or three years into his Teen Titans run. His Avengers I think stuff doesn't really do it.
0: Perez for, for years was Marvel's version of the Fantastic Four, and that they used them in all their ads, they used them in a ton of stuff. Yeah, then Byrne came along, they used Byrne a lot. Yeah. But occasionally, you'll see that. Because I think Perez drew adults, and these are adults who are superheroes. Was Sinnet inking him? Yes.
1: I can blame most of my dislike. Yeah, you don't like on, Senate. I just hate Joe Sinnott. Yeah. I hate Joe yeah. Sennet as an inker. Sure, I he can see that. Always, I just always, always see that.
0: has killed me. Hmm. So when he inked a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, no what Austin. would you call... <laughs> what would you call now 2011.
1: As far as an age,
0: yeah, oh, digital 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 age,
1: not really. Uh, um, like, what would be the biggest fulcrum shift? Would you say, like, not only a name, but like, how could you? Because, like, Watchmen, Dark Knight Returns is a good
0: the image age till now. I don't know. That seems I like mean, too far image, too could long an age. Fit, yeah. Um, What's that? Eighty seven, eighty eight. Image not. No.
1: Um, what could, but even within like the last five years, has there been anything that has really just reinvented the
0: wheel? I can't think of anything. Yeah, me neither. I, and think I mean, this,
1: the 52 definitely wouldn't count. No. No, I mean, that's, no. that's going back to an old well.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. I, I really, I mean, maybe the ultimate age?
0: Hmm. That's interesting. How long say ago Ultimate was that?
1: Spider-Man number one, probably, wow. and that was also the rebirth of Marvel. Too. True, you know, kind yeah. of the Casada age,
0: kind yeah. of. Oh, I boy. mean,
1: but we've also got to keep in mind, like as much as you may not enjoy Casada, if it wasn't for him and Jemis, there would be no Marvel.
0: True, but Marvel would have absolutely, gone absolutely, absolutely. I mean, everything would be gone. absolutely.
1: It would not have sold for to Disney for a billion.
0: I remember my brain crying and and melting at the same time. The New York Times did an article on. Marvel going bankrupt. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I was like,
0: wow, that That's makes huge. me sad. And it was yeah.
1: really close. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think to a certain extent, the Ultimate Universe saved, uh, not only gave, like, it was the first time somebody had done something like that. It was, I mean, it was, it was a new thing to try. Not only are we going to keep publishing Spider-Man, we're going to do a new Spider-Man at the same time, mm-hmm. and it's going to outsell regular Spider-Man. By a factor of 10. And
0: it, it did. I did like the idea that that's a not-so-subtle kick in the ass for a regular Spider-Man. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you guys got to pick was. it
0: up. Yeah, you know. And I I didn't like... I liked Bendis Spider-Man as a trade. I Great. Individual invented, issues makes me go insane. writing for the trade. He it drives me up a wall. writing for the trade. drives me up a wall.
1: That's... I think that's... I mean, Bendis... I mean... Bendis, as a writer, I would say has been the most influential writer mm-hmm. in comics since Alan Moore.
0: Sure. I can see that.
1: Um, you know, and I mean, credit where credit is due. Am I tired of some of his, you know, schtick? Which, mm. you know, there's definitely a schtick involved. Yeah. Um, yes, but do I have to give the guy credit for reinventing a lot of the
0: way the world looks at comics? Yeah. It's interesting because... I bemoan the fact that no one, very few people, or annoys me when books I'm interested in are obviously writing for the trade. Yeah. And I'm buying, I'm an, like an idiot, I'm buying the issues. Mm-hmm. Same with TV shows. Some TV shows, I'll say Lost. Yeah. You're, you're writing for the DVD. Lost was writing for the end. Yeah. <laughs> and that drives me up, well, I'm like you're in an episodic medium. Uh, still, you're in an episodic medium. There right. happens to be a great tail end. And a great revenue stream of these collections, both DVDs and uh, trade paperbacks. But you should write for the episodes.
1: I I agree with that to a certain extent. I I am a fan of multi part story arcs. Yes, me too. But I don't think everything can be. You need to, you know, maybe do a good, you know, six issue run Mm -hmm. once every eighteen months. Yeah, I agree and but then the rest should be mm-hmm. two maybe maybe a two issue story arc. I do remember, maybe maybe I'm
0: really really aging myself. But I do remember when Spider-Man when a uh, multi-part would come up it was a big deal. Like you yeah. would even say now beginning a well, four part like when, that was a thing. To go
1: back to Fantastic Four Burns run. The Negative Zone run. Oh. They were in the Negative Zone for 8 issues? That was issues? what a
0: great setup too. Hey, we're we're, we're pretty much moving to another country. We'll right, have Avengers in this other country. Yeah. Then we'll come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And but and, and it was I loved how it was it it played off in the rest of the Marvel universe where like something would be happening in New York mm-hmm. and they'd be like, well, we called the Fantastic Four. Nobody no. knows. Where, I, <laughs> I, I, I I don't know where they're at.
0: Back when they were answering machines.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Herbie would be like, oh, they went to the negative zone, and Captain America would be like, damn it, we could really use them now. Why are they in the negative zone? Oh, <laughs> well, that
0: always made me laugh because like Spider-Man would be in way over his head, and he he would try to call people, but of course they're off on their all adventures. Right. No matter but, what was going yeah, on, in the book. Yeah. So Spider-Man would have to deal with them well, himself.
1: The Searcher Saga for Thor. Oh, my God. Uh, what a good multi... I that mean, was good. And that went on for... I mean, that was not only not written for, you know, just a single-issue <laughs> read. That was a 15-issue story arc. Yeah. I mean, it was huge.
0: And that was a that was a thing, though, in yeah. that it wasn't a regular thing. It was, this it was is, I'm doing thing. this, yeah.
1: It was a big thing. So, But as soon as it was done... Two-issue story Mm -hmm. arcs, boom. He didn't try to do it again. You can go to the well once, go with (laughs) a big story, but then bring it back small. And I think so much of the industry now has been, we have to make this in six-issue story arcs to fit in this trade paper Mm -hmm. collection perfectly. Mm -hmm. So the rhythm has become, the rhythm to a story has just become so obvious. You read the first two issues, and you know, all right, here's set up. The third and fourth issue, okay, here's here's the denouement. Fifth, sixth issue, okay, climax. And mm-hmm. you can just you just know instinctually. You don't even have to read the issue. You can look at the back page and go, okay, I can tell where the story pacing is
0: going now. Uh, in the old days, I used to like when Claremont would do these story arcs. And he'd he'd take an issue off and just, literally, the characters would take an issue off and just go camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have breakfast. I love that. I love epilogues.
1: Well, and I mean, Claremont was the king of like, oh, remember when I said this five years ago? I'm bringing it back.
0: Well, only basically because he forgot. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And someone asked him at a convention, he goes, oh my God, you're right. Oh, right, I forgot about that, yeah. That guy picks up that cursed (laughs) item Uh (laughs) in issue 220. Oh, (laughs) right, right, right. I love that (laughs) issue. I love that issue. That
1: was the... uh, one Spider Man got crucified.
0: That was With great. Cool and Gath. Kool and Gath. Yeah. Oh, such a good issue. And Nimrod was in that as well, wasn't it? Yes.
1: Nimrod, Nimrod was the, the
0: afterward. Nimrod was the what if. Because someone does the magic spell to reset the reality to modern times. Oh and it gets reset because the guy that starts the spell gets killed that. by Nimrod. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Nimrod's the thing. It's that. like
0: Okay, it's like an old Dungeon and Dragons trick. Oh, so you can good. have your wish, but it'll have worst intents. Or old Twilight Zone episode. Such good two issues,
1: two issues, and it was boom. And they've powerful. redone it a million times. Yeah, but it was. I mean, when you when I read those first two issues, it was.
0: just oh Yeah, God. And was, I think in my brain it registers as fairly recent. Oh, it's not, ninety eight. No, are you kidding me? Mm. That's like
1: an eighty six. No, really?
0: Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Going fast. It? <laughs> it's all down, yeah. literally downhill. Everything's really just speeding up. Is. It really is. <laughs> and Charlie's Angels with Charlotte is still on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe so. And soon I'm going to watch Hugh Downs on 2020. <laughs> uh, so, the uh, Marvel announced this week that they are doing a day and date for digital. Yes. And uh, DC did that about a month or two mm. ago. Uh, longer than that, two months ago. Does uh, that mean anything for this store?
1: Not really. Um, I, there's a, and retailers are, a l- I mean, a lot of, you know, I think less than uh, observant retailers are acting like it's the end of the world, and I really don't, I don't think it's going to affect the market much at all, just because <laughs> if somebody wants to read stuff online, been free for years. Yeah. It's been free for almost 10 years. You can download every comic that's out there. It's free. I mean, if anything, they're going to start seeing a revenue from it now, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um but if if you wanted to read comics on your computer or on your iPad or whatever, you would have been doing it a long time ago. You would have left this store years ago. Mm. I don't think Anybody who's reading now, and it might help, like with the, like say the DC fifty two stuff. You know, we're sold out of this number one. Go online, get it. You know, okay, I want to read it. I want to read it today. It'll help when a store sells out of something, and you can go. Oh, you know what? They're gonna get a reorder in in a week, but I can read it mm-hmm. today. Um, but by and large, I I I'm not real. I don't think it's like a doomsday for the for.
0: Brick and mortar stores, whatsoever.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's just an option. Mm-hmm. Um. I have
0: a, I have an iPad, iPad two, which is the best way to look at these digital comics. Okay. And I did buy, I bought uh Batman number one. Okay. DC had it for ninety nine cents. I sure. am like Batman number one. I, yeah. I had this one as, not, I didn't have it when I was a kid at a giant size repro. Right, right. And right. I love, and I thought I had Batman number one when I was a kid. Right. <laughs> well, maybe it's why Batman's my favorite. Uh, so watch seeing that it looks, the colors are amazing. So yes, that it won't fade. Um, but it is not fun to read.
1: And part of comics is sharing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely.
1: And, and, and you're like, oh, I, oh, you haven't read this? Here, yeah. like, how many times have you had somebody over at your house and
0: gone all the time? Oh my! I have God. lost more comics. Oh yeah, you know, I know. I'd say <laughs> half my collection is probably in somebody else's. But hands. joyfully so, in that to me, like the idea, like uh, knowledge wants to be shared, yes, exactly. and the knowledge of this wonderful medium. Yes. Wants to be shared in, in a way. It's almost like, like it was a bad, it was a good idea, but poorly executed. The Zoom,
1: yeah, Microsoft Zoom mm-hmm.
0: could share music yeah. with other Zooms.
1: That's brilliant.
0: Yes, they just did them, only the music you, you can, officially bought for. We've got a customer of ours
1: here. Um, they're a couple, and they can't. They've each got an iPad, mm-hmm. but they can't share if they download a yeah, comment. That's right. You cannot go, okay, well, we're in the same house, we're using the same IP address, mm-hmm. I'll give you my password, doesn't matter, you still cannot share yeah.
0: the book. And there's no, I think, uh, iTunes, you can buy everything on iTunes, regardless of studio or publisher or right. music studio, there's nothing like that for comics now.
1: No, no, and, and I love that, like, they're all going through different venues. Yeah. So, DC, you get it from who...
0: DC or Comixology? Yeah, Comixology. For Marvel is from mar- Marvel or right, like
1: Right, I mean, it's XAML just like, I mean, you guys can't even, I mean, if you guys are really trying to have a united front on this thing whatsoever, I mean, you need to make it mm-hmm. to where people can get something from everyone at one place. I always thought Apple would be able
0: to do that, but not with the everybody. parent companies. No. Disney no, will never allow that. Yeah,
1: no. And I mean, it's 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 just this absurd corporate war Mm -hmm. that you're just like, really, guys, you can't even get along on something this simple. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. And and I'm really not worried about it at Mm -hmm. all. I mean, the prices, I think, are too expensive. Absolutely. It's the same price. Yeah. What I think they should do. And I think this would be especially with collections, maybe not for single issues, but every collection you get, you should be able to get a digital download. So there'll cool. be a little thing in it. He's just like, well, you bought this trade paperback, 16 If you want it, here's a digital download. You can give this to a friend, you know, you can whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just pass it on to your little brother, like, oh, you like reading these on the thing? Here, I'm going to keep the book, but here's the digital mm-hmm. download.
0: I did have um, on the iPad 2 with the most recent software update, they had a thing where my giant HDTV that has Apple TV, if I turn on Apple TV, and press this one button on my iPad, everything on my iPad goes to the HDTV, in HD. Wow. So if I do that and then open up the DC Comics thing, and I, I bought Action Comics 1, it was 99 cents on right. a special. Amazing. Yeah. It looks on a giant HDTV. It's a oh, it's I'm a pleasure sure. to read. Yeah. But I'm like, how often does that happen?
1: Right, and how often are you going to be doing that? Yeah. Know? Yeah, it's. it's it was,
0: you're right. I did experiment with it just to see if it would work. How would it right. look?
1: Like I can get my, you know, with Xbox Live, I can get my Facebook pictures super large on my TV. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Gonna? <laughs> you know, just like, oh Absolutely. my god, <laughs> that's a great looking meal.
0: <laughs> Is there anything coming down the pike that you're really looking forward to?
1: Right now, it's. Right now, I'm just fascinated by where this 52 thing's gonna land. Mm-hmm. I'm. And also, it seems like Marvel is kind of losing their minds that they don't have the market share right now. Oh, now a it's... Canceling series before, you know, they even don't have Don't you it. want to read that now? I do. I'm I do. De- I'm what was it? Yeah. Uh, Victor it was Von Doom and Victor the... Victor Von Doom and it was Nick Spencer and Becky yeah. Cloonan, which is a it good creative It looks great. It really looked good. And the fact that they didn't even let it out the door, as opposed to the horrible, horrible <laughs> amount of fear <laughs> itself things that they let Holy out the door. Holy mackerel.
0: And that was That was That was tough. Disastrous. I read the, like, point O, oh, just to, like, it's Red Skull's daughter fighting the hammer. I was yeah. like, all right, that's it's, all I need to Fear read. It's,
1: itself, is one of the worst crossovers I've seen quite
0: I, I think it was also poorly timed. It came so close after Siege of Asgard. And it kind and, like, of felt let him, the same. Yeah, let them settle in a little, guys. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Siege was worthless, too. Yeah. So when you have, like, oh, uh, we're, we're... Back to back to back. Yeah, two worthless Asgardian <laughs> tales you just, like, seriously, guys. This you know, and siege didn't have to happen. That could have been a issue four issue miniseries mm-hmm. on, or it, it could have been in Avengers. Yeah, it should have been in Avengers. Yeah, Fear itself th- should have been yeah. in Avengers or Thor. Mm-hmm. Instead of the entire universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, and nothing happened. Yeah. Everything that happened in there has already unhappened. I don't know if you've read <laughs> the follow ups. No, I haven't. 7.1 and 7.2, the big oh, shockers boy. in Fear Itself, the big deaths are already undone. Oh, boy. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it you know, dropped I, I'm a huge Fraction fan.
0: I'm, uh, me too.
1: But wow, this was not good. Yeah. It was three issues too long, easily. Mm-hmm. Probably four.
0: What's he regularly writing now?
1: God, he's probably super depressed right now.
0: <laughs> he just he's finished doing, up Fear Agent. Is he still doing Iron Man?
1: Oh, wait, no, that's a recommender. Never mind.
0: Um yeah, he's still doing Iron Man. Doing Thor. Matt Fraction's still on Iron Man, yeah. still on Thor. Okay. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay. Well, that's you know, you probably just two of the big guys. Pretty good. Yeah. Young kid though. Yeah.
1: Got chops, that kid. <laughs> he's got some chops.
0: But the real question is, will uh <laughs> Will John Favreau ever finish his Iron Man comics? I don't think
1: so. I don't think so. I think that's (laughs) enough. Now he's off the movies now, right?
0: He's real mad. Yeah. He's very pissed at the way they treated him, and I don't blame him. Yeah, so he's not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: too bad. That's too bad.
0: They're dummies. They really are. They really are. It's just studio. I can't even blame Marvel. That's just studio being dumb. Oh, I
1: don't think Marvel, the company, has any
0: say in any of this. But according to all the writers, they had meetings and stuff. Oh, I'm sure they had meetings. (laughs) Like oh that's adorable you yeah. want us to do that it's, okay. it's also like please don't talk about us at the fan press
1: yeah exactly, exactly. That, we're gonna make you feel important yeah I'm gonna introduce you to Scarlett Johansson yeah absolutely
0: so now will you shut your mouth yeah so uh, yeah. okay speaking of the beautiful Scarlett Johansson uh, Scojo. Joe Uh Avengers movie looking forward to it
1: yeah. I trust Weeden though
0: you I know you that. too I I Me mean too. it's
1: it's I think if anybody could pull it off. If it was Michael Bay doing it, I'd be like, I don't know, I've got a bad feeling about this. But I think Whedon will add in just a humanity to the characters that I don't think a lot of people would. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. I think it'll be, I mean, it's been a good couple of years for superhero movies. I mean, besides Green Lantern.
0: I liked Green Lantern.
1: Look at you. Did you like. His. Stended?
0: I haven't seen it. I'm really looking forward to it. Way better. I, that's why i hear
1: here too. Yeah. I'm really looking right. forward to right. it. I,
0: I like the theater version, and here's why. Here's one of the reasons why. It's one of the reasons I, I love. Okay, I bought it on Blu- Blu-ray. Uh, Dark Knight, uh, Batman Begins, and this third movie. I it tr- looks awful, but I trust in it. Right. But uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold cartoon is a Silver Age cartoon. Oh, easily. And it's beautiful. I, because I love Batman because I grew up with them. Kids today is without that cartoon what are they watching they're not watching Dark Knight no Brave and the Bold is perfect for them I think Green Lantern a kid can't read these comic books they don't make any sense no. they're super violent they're super sexy um, I thought the Green Lantern I could take an 8 year old to Green Lantern
1: that's huge that is huge
0: that to me is huge yeah and I enjoyed it on that level people yeah. I, I don't know what they thought they were going to see I
1: really like how the DC kid comics to a certain extent like the Brave and the Bold Tiny Titans mm-hmm.
0: great there's... comics
1: some of the best stuff they're putting out, and it's it's the mainstream stuff that you like. Mm-hmm. If they would come out with a Green Lantern kids comic, I think it'd go through yeah. the roof.
0: I think this cartoon that that pin on it. The cartoon boom. starts tomorrow. Good, which Good. I think looks great. Yeah. I don't. I'm not fond of CGI, but I understand they're trying something new and it looks. That was one of my
1: biggest problems with uh, the Red Hood, Catwoman, or uh, not oh. Catwoman, Starfire thing. Red Hood Star.
0: Oh, the comic. The comic. Oh yeah. Just yeah. because
1: so many kids had grown. I mean, like Tiny uh, Teen Titans had.
0: How do you discount your own property?
1: Yeah, exactly. And ten million kids watch the show. Maybe a hundred thousand, but you get a. I mean, I've had girls in here, like little girls, go. You know, Starfire's my favorite character. Yeah. And where do I? Yeah, I'm not going to show her. I'm not going to show it's her. It's a that. comic from 1985. What's Starfire in that? It's just like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm not showing you anything that Starfire's in.
0: That it brings us to uh, the uh, 80s run on Teen Titans. Marv Wolfman, George Perez. So good. So Still, good. one yeah. of my favorite runs yeah. ever. Who is Donna Troy?
1: Probably in my top 10 favorite issues
0: ever. Mm-hmm. So good. So, so good. uh Donna's marriage to her husband, Terry. Oh, in 50? Yeah. Terry Long. Yeah, Terry so Long. good. Yeah. Terry so Long. good. So good. That's one and of my then favorites. The
1: Judas Contract? Oh, that was the first story arc that blew my mind.
0: I like giving that my... trade to people who haven't even read Titans. Oh, yeah. Just read that. And, yeah. and it's, some of it is a little confusing, but otherwise, you like, because the, the, the untwist at the end. Right. Because you're like, oh, here comes a twist. There is no twist. Yeah. And that's the twist. Yeah, right. It's wonderful. Right. I'm not going to spoil it. You should read it if you haven't read it. It's wonderful. If
1: you read games? No. You should. I know. I know. Everyone's telling is... me. That's old school. It is it is so It's old the school.
0: recent Teen Titans hardcover by Marvel Wolfman and yes. George Press.
1: Yes. And it's been thirty years in the making, yeah. twenty-five yeah. years in the making. The weird part about it is it's it's very it's it's not classic Titans. It's it's from a weird era. Okay. Like it's it's definitely set within what was going on during these particular issues. Hmm. So it's got Danny Chase. Yeah. It's got Garfield Logan with the mohawk, or with the no, with the mullet.
0: Um, <laughs> you so called him by his full name, which makes me laugh. <laughs> Instead of like <Chageling>. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he'll always be Garfield to me. So, uh, but yeah, it's
1: uh, it, it it was a weird. It was it it was very very nice to read, just because it was kind of like putting on an old pair of slippers and going like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But on the other hand, it really wasn't the best era
0: to do this yeah.
1: twenty we've been waiting twenty-five years for this. And they could have done oh, T right.
0: Tiness from the Future.
1: Well they it was uh <laughs> it was after Wolfman or after Perez had left and it was during the Tom Gromit year. Ah. Or oh, I did it. not enjoy that. No, there didn't a lot of people. <laughs> and that's from that's when this is based. Hmm. So it's like, hey, that's we're gonna revisit the Tom Grumet years. And he hmm. was like, all right, I guess. <laughs>
0: I think think it's funny having reading all those, having read all those Teen Titans, and their use of Deathstroke, the Terminator, right? And now the Fifty Two. A he has his own book, which is kind of cool. Sure. That redesign, not good. He looks like Cable's like flamboyant cousin. Yeah. Like Cable is like, whoa, tone it down.
1: Bad redesigns on this Fifty Two. Harley, I think Harley Quinn would be the worst.
0: Oh, I don't even know what it looks like. Did they change it for the uh, game? (laughs) <laughs> Does she look like the video of, game? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, but
1: it's, it's. I thought Harley Quinn had probably one of the best costumes to be invented within the last 20 years. Yeah.
0: Invented uh, for the animated series, yeah. Right? Basically, yeah.
1: Bruce Tim designed it. Yeah. You know, it's just like, that's. How do you Harley not Quinn. run with that
0: forever? I just saw Arlene. I forgot her last name. She's the actress who did Harley Quinn's voice oh, in the right, animated series. Right, right, right. She was in the great movie, Maximum Overdrive.
1: The which. Amelia Estevez movie? Yeah. Wow.
0: She wow. just plays a waitress. She's well, barely a few lines. you just saw her, like... I watched it. I was like, oh, she does all... The, no, I oh, saw it in the movie. So okay. watched, I watched the movie. I thought you were like, I just hung sure. out with her. And at this point in our interview at Chicago Comics, Eric got called up to the front desk to take a look at some comic books that were being uh, sold to the store. And one of those was Showcase Number 9, DC Showcase. And when he came back, we talked about it which is the first uh,
1: pre-Superman's Girlfriend Lois Lane cover appearance. $1,000. Wow. 1000 And that's in 3.0.
0: What kind of condition?
1: 3.0. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, gave him a lot of money. I can't wait to look at it. It's nice. It's
0: a good. Book. I can't wait to smell it. Oh,
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's a good book.
0: So, Does this guy just have this stuff laying around? I think so. It
1: wasn't even bagged and boarded. Wow. Which is like having a $1,000 book just like laying out. Just like yeah. Mer-mer-. I don't care guys
0: people money well let's get it what if margot kidder signed it wow
1: (laughs) (laughs) or slept on it (laughs) passed out on it (laughs) clothing yeah
0: (laughs) great so i think we're uh just about done here what uh what are you looking forward to next week anything big coming out i
1: don't even know what's coming out next week it's all a blur to me Jason. yeah big blur (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited about age of ultron but that's, I don't think, coming out in like... Yeah, that's a while months. from now, yeah.
0: yeah. So, But they're soliciting it already, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah of course.
1: I, d- I just love Ultron.
0: Really? Yeah. What's the best Ultron story?
1: Man, I'm going to say the Busaic Perez.
0: Thank you. Oh,
1: that was a hell of a good Ultron story.
0: Hell I, of a good Ultron story. I dislike the amount of disrespect Hank Pym gets. Yes. Hank yeah. And treated him with a lot of respect and care. And I like that because a lot of people just treat him like some crazy guy.
1: Dan Slott treated him really well. Yeah, he Night did. Avengers
0: I thought Mighty yeah. Avengers was very good. I was I sad thought, to see that go.
1: Yeah, me too. And I thought the the headquarters that they had, coolest Avengers headquarters ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pan-dimensional.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, why is that not going on now?
0: The amount I, of money they'd save on jet fuel alone. Oh, Quinn I know, jet fuel.: and,
1: and it's just like, it's such a cool idea. How can you box that? Yeah. And be like, all right, well, we're going to go back to the mansion. Mm-hmm. Burp, burp, burp. Dan Slott's
0: one of my favorite writers right yeah. now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, um, did he write uh, Spider-Island? No. Yeah. 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 Spider-Island, I think, is one of my favorite Spider-Man stories. That yeah, was fun. Recently, was very fun. fun. Yeah, He's fun. Yeah, He's He's no. Fun. I mean, it was high stakes and dramatic, right. but it was fun. He
1: makes a fun comic. Yeah. His the... She-Hulk run, his Thing run. Absolutely. Both North. great runs. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's 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 easily, I'd say, one of the top 10
0: players cool. working now. Great. <laughs> Eric, thank you so much. No problem, Jason. Thanks, Thanks for, for being me. the very first episode of Nerds Landing.
1: Oh, very exciting. I'm glad to be here on the ground yeah. floor.
0: And uh, from the title, Nerds Landing, we'll be talking about King's Landing and Game of Thrones as soon as this comes oh, around again.
1: I, I will do a whole episode on Game of Thrones. Can't wait. You, I got no problem with that. Great.
0: So, all right. All right, buddy. We'll see you next week, everyone.